0: episode of off the deep end with your host leslie pinson i've missed y'all it's been quite some time since posting um it was not my intention uh my intention was to get out this episode like a month ago but you know life happens and went home for the holidays unexpectedly got covid from my parents and actually um i feel a podcast about that experience it's coming up that'll be the next one Um, But it is my distinct pleasure to share the stage, share any spotlight that I can garner with my dear friend Dante Shaw today. And um, it's, I think I've mentioned this in some of the first episodes, but it's never, in starting this podcast, it's never been my idea or vision to just have me speaking to you. In fact, the whole kind of dream behind this is um, that I would create a platform and share story and other voices, because I think that's so important. And I just happen to be very blessed and very lucky to interact with some incredible human beings doing doing incredible things, working from a place of strengths within their strengths, um, and uh, people who just have great stories. And so today, we're kicking off our first guest episode. You will be hearing um, my conversation with Dante Shaw. He is the owner of and uh, head chef of... Uh, Bantam Chicken and Seafood and Dante and I we've probably known each other I'd say about three years and I first met him when he was um, outside of a a bar downtown grilling things up on one grill at a pop-up and this is kind of where Bantam was born Um, I followed him as a you know someone who was a groupie of Bantam loving I'm a foodie Uh, he to his first destination he was a pop-up He was his brand within somebody else's space. He now, right before the pandemic, um, actually right at the beginning of the pandemic, opened up into his own retail um, space. So he has Bantam physical location here in South Bend. He's got an incredible story and um, dear friend of mine, I think. What I love most about, I mean, he's going to share what it's like being a black chef in this industry, and um, it's there's not very many black chefs, so you're going to hear his experience there. But what I think my b- major takeaway that I've thought of often since our conversation um, that has really hit me is he has this absolutely powerful relationship with food. And you'll s- hear from him in his own words how food has um, the relationship he has with food, how it's been healing, how it's been a source of love in difficult times of his life. And so I think you're going to get a really good look at the man behind Bantam today. And um, I'm just really excited for you guys to see this 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 friend of mine. And um, you'll want to, if you haven't tried his food, I guarantee you you're going to want to after this episode. And um, I don't know, for me, it just feels like knowing these people doing really cool things and supporting community. It just makes the food taste better because you know the hands who are making it. So I am offering you that that opportunity to get to know um, Dante a little bit more today. So really excited. Without further ado, I give you Dante Shaw. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Off the Deep End. This one I am so excited about. I think I've already done an intro for you, but dear friend Dante Shaw, owner and chef over at Bantam Chicken and Seafood. And you probably have, if you're following along with the Off the Deep End journey, you know that he and I recorded, I don't know, maybe a month ago. Yeah. And I was a little behind in listening to the episode, but listened to it this past weekend and realized the audio experience just wasn't... um, Lending to the best listening experience, so here we are, actually in the, the Alpha Dog Podcast Studio, and we are re-recording. And I'm actually really excited because yeah. we were we were just chatting prior to the record button getting pressed. I don't know what you're gonna get today. Like yeah. it was a really good, it was really good episode. But yeah. um, you, I mean, you yourself just told me you're like, there's been a lot that's happened since we recorded. Yeah,
1: like <laughs> just mentally, you know. So some things. I see different. Yeah. You know, so, so we'll see what happening. we get out of him today. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, let's give um you know, people in the seput area probably know you, but um I, I just looked. I've got listeners like in almost every state. So oh, let's do funny. a little yeah. bit and and it's weird, it's like thirty different countries. I don't yeah. I don't know what's happening. I think it's hmm. a robot or that's something.
2: <laughs> hey, that's a good thing. Right? So come to
0: South Bend. come come check out what we're doing here. But for those who might not know you, yes. just do a little like quick intro. Like who are you, Dante?
1: Uh, Dante Taiwan Shaw. I was about
0: to say what's your middle name? Yeah, Taiwan. Okay. Taiwan. Yeah, Where's yeah. that from? Like what's that?
1: I don't know. My mom just came up with it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no
1: no reason she nope. liked it. No, I, I, <laughs> hey, nobody has never told me where that name came from. Yeah. Yeah, that's what she named Like Taiwan know? that like Yeah, Taiwan. Yeah, I love yep. that. Yep. People pronounce it to John, but no, it's Taiwan.
0: To John. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. You're that Dante to John. Wait, real quick, you've never asked your mom?
1: No. I never. That's crazy. And you know, I should ask her today. Yes. You have
0: two homework assignments. Yes. It's asking your mom uh, where Tawan yep. came from. And then we'll get into it in a second, but it's something for his grandmother too.
1: Yeah. That too.
0: Okay, so you you've yeah. told us your name. Yes. yes. Uh
1: I am chef owner at Bantam Chicken and Seafood over at nineteen zero two. Um what is that? South Bend ah. Avenue. Yeah. <laughs> come join come visit us, you know. We're doing some good things over there. Uh I'm not originally from a South Bend area. I'm mm-hmm. glad that I am transplant the area. Yep. yep. Uh most definitely. i'm trying some things out here. But I was born actually in um Hammond, Indiana.
0: hmm And that's east of us, right? Yes,
1: yes. So that's going towards back closer to Chicago Kay. area, Chicago land area, East Chicago. Uh, Lived over there. I grew up also in Gary. Mm-hmm. Um, grew up in Michigan City also, mm-hmm. and then I uh, just all over that area. So yeah, Chicago land area. Yep. And then say. you've
0: you've traveled. You've yes. You've cooked in Chicago. You've cooked yep. in Nantucket. Yeah. Um. And we are so lucky to have you back here.
1: Thank you. Thank sharing you. your thank
0: gifts, but yeah. um, tell us a little bit about uh when you got started cooking. And was this big in your family? How, you know, what brought you to cooking?
1: Well, how can I explain this in a better way since the last <laughs> podcast I yeah. <to> tried out? <laughs> uh, basically, um, it's, it's um, <clears throat> I started cooking because of just wanting to eat. Mm. And Tell me
0: more about that. What do you mean so by that? So
1: basically, it was one point in our life where we didn't have much. You know, my mom and my dad was divorced. Okay. Uh, it was just my mom. And so you um, were living we're, with your mom? Yeah, we were living with my mom. Did you have siblings? And yeah, so it was th- it's three of us. Yeah. now it was six of us because I got step-siblings. Yeah. But, um, but
0: where were you in the pecking order? Because this, we're this going is, back into a time. So you
1: going back into the time. This would be around, We're time traveling um, here. Yeah, 1998. Okay, so you're like 14-ish. No, yeah. yeah, somewhere Ish. that, yeah. We just had a conversation. We're like yep. the same age. Yep, Um And
0: where are you in the pecking order of kids? Uh, I'm, I'm the second. Okay, so, so you're middle. So, yeah, you were At the time, you got, were the middle child. Yeah, so I got okay.
1: just two boys and two girls. Me and my brother, okay. the oldest, and my two younger sisters. Okay. So, yeah, it's four of us. So, there's four of you. Yes. Okay. Uh, just the time that we were in, and we didn't have much, mm-hmm. you know? And it was one of those things whereas. um the one thing I used to always think about is just food. Cause
0: what Dante, were you hungry?
1: Yeah, of course. Like always, yeah, at, at had, a point
0: like food insecure, yeah, like food security, didn't know where food was like coming that. from. Yeah,
1: food was coming from. Life was pretty hard for us for a minute. And uh, was the school
0: used, system like support? Cause I I hear well, about like what the school systems do and what's been so hard with the pandemic uh, now, but like
1: well, back were then, they doing it, was, it back no, then? No, not like that back then. You know, and the thing about it is that. You know, when you're that young, you don't know what to do. You yeah. Know, you don't know what's going on. So uh, I used to actually watch a lot of cooking shows when I was young.
0: Is this, wait, hold is this because you were hungry? Uh, you were watching food
1: no, shows? No, it was, no, because it was okay. just something that I was always into. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I was just always into it. And my mom used to watch them and things like that. Um, and it was just really a hard time on us, mm-hmm. you know? Um, when
0: you would have like family meals, would you would your mom cook for you, yeah, or would you? Yeah, my mom always cooked. Okay, we
1: never we rarely went out. We okay. rarely went out. My mom always always cooked. Mm-hmm. You know, um, life got better for a minute. We uh, moved in with my grandma. You know? Okay, and so a little bit more yeah, stability. Yep. And my grandma, she actually was like, is this the grandma? Uh, Th- yes, this that is that you the talked about last time. Yes, and Kay. um, she actually was like the chef in the family you yeah know, she was the cook you know even and my mom was always a baker my mom used to bake back when she was young mm-hmm. and she worked at a bakery and all for their own Glen park bakery in gary so yeah, yeah my mom was a baker when she was younger yeah yep, she always baked cakes pies all of those things
0: whoa i just had like a full circle moment you and i uh-huh. as friends we talk about struggle all yeah. the time and we'll probably get into that today but like as adults you know who mm-hmm. are like aware of their own Mm -hmm. struggles Mm -hmm. in hearing this story this time around, Mm -hmm. it seems like you are describing your experience at a time where maybe your mom might've been struggling.
1: Oh yeah. She was definitely struggling. Oh wow. Yeah. She was definitely struggling for a minute, you know? Um,
0: I just had like compassion for your mom.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Knowing
0: it's, that we as adults are struggling now and thinking about like how, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that like, full circle. No, it, it,
1: def- it is a full circle. It's mm. crazy, but no, definitely it is a full circle. Um,
0: but then, so you've moved in with your grandmother.
1: Yep. We and food became. Florida. Food became better. You yeah. You should say. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, my grandma was always a good cook. You know, I always, I was like, I was really in the kitchen, but I could always smell anything that she was doing yeah. upstairs. You know? and it was <laughs> was when that I, like,
0: you yeah. would smell it and you'd like, yeah. like bring you downstairs? Yeah,
1: yep. it, like most definitely. So a lot of times, um, n- just remembering how the way she did things, mm-hmm. even my mom, when she cooks, how the way she did things. Um, I take that into consideration also when I, cook some things that, you know, uh, I do actually, uh, serve people. Yeah. Um, Cause I want to give them that kind of home feel. You said it's like putting heart into it. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Some you're absolutely, yeah, you some salt.
0: So you like, this is your, what you're saying is this is your creative process. When you cook food today
1: when I cook f- at yeah. Banto, yeah,
0: you are often tapping into emotions yeah. and smells yeah. and flavors mm-hmm. from your childhood. Yeah. And you're bringing it back to life in 2020.
1: Yeah. And, and one thing about it is that my family wasn't the, like we cook fried chicken and we cook this and that, but we were never ever the type that always had the same thing. I should say, okay. like my grandma, she basically always cooked a lot of vegetables and mm. I love vegetables. And I have always except self, mm-hmm. canned vegetables. I cannot stand <laughs> Peas and carrots. No, I cannot stand them. Nothing best than a fresh pea. Yeah. I tell oh, everybody yeah. that, you know, um, <laughs> But no, my, um, but she was always, always cooked fresh and mm. fresh ingredients. Did you guys um,
0: have a garden or where would she no, get her stuff? No,
1: she was just, and it was this place called Town and Country over there when she mm-hmm. lived in Glen Park, Indiana. So uh, that's in Gary, where okay. um, Glen Park is. But uh, yeah, she would go to a place called Town and Country and she, they had a place called Eagles over there and yeah. places like that. That would be, I should say close to like a Martin's mm-hmm. this way back then. Those places, Yeah, those places aren't around no more over there, yeah. though. Yeah. Um, but no, she just always cooked fresh, always did it. Mm. And then it, she would do different things, you know. And then even from my, uh, uh, I have a, a wide spectrum of family members that cook, you mm-hmm. know. Um, my auntie and my uncle, they had a. Is this
0: still your mom's side?
1: This is my mom's side. She Kay. They had a, a restaurant restaurant. In uh, Glen Park also, too, Gary. They had a restaurant? Yeah, it was a small... And I can't remember the name of it. It was so mm-hmm. long ago. What, well, like, was kind like of food? A, it was, like, soul food, okay. stuff, you know? Um, typical things like that. Um, and then my Uncle Mike, mm-hmm. he used to... My Uncle Mike, um now they stay in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Um going over there, he used to always make these caramel cakes, you know. What? He would make I'm these. a big fan of cake yeah. and caramel yeah, and then <laughs> I always remember his hot water cornbread he used. Ooh, to yeah, because it was really Do good. you have
0: that on your menu? Do you call uh, it hot water cornbread?
1: I do actually no, um Or well, have you? I, I have had it on there where I had it like I did it, but for some reason, a lot of people don't eat cornbread. Oh man,
0: I'm from Texas, like <laughs> from the South. I like cornbread from a cast iron skillet. Like,
1: yeah, yes. no, seriously, like, mm-hmm. and the thing about it, is we that in the
0: South, my my dad like grew up his family like West mm-hmm. Texas mm-hmm. cornbread with, I mean, a shit ton of butter mm-hmm. and molasses.
1: Yeah, like that was yeah. like what. And you know what? For cornbread, for me, I don't like it sweet mm. like that. But a lot of people like cornbread sweet up yeah. here. Yeah, like I'm. I, I cast iron skillet, you know, you mm-hmm. have a little bit of sugar, but not, but then you have something like the molasses or like a yep. butter that's sweetened that you would eat it with, yeah. you know, um, but you can make some tasty, savory cornbread, you know? Absolutely. So, um,
0: so you're like, I mean, food is not new to you. You've no. grown up around it yes. and then. Um, this was his homework from last time because he was telling me about his grandmother. Because mm-hmm. it seems like Dante, from hearing his story, a lot of the food that you're going to get when you walk into Bantam and you have that experience, it's it hit me today. There's a lot of like time traveling. We're taking mm-hmm. like we're traveling yeah. back in time to how you were feeling as a child mm-hmm. with some food insecurity and that like mm-hmm. um, brought you into a closer proximity with your grandmother. You mm-hmm. also, which you haven't mentioned yet, but you also started um, working at a, a restaurant around Mm -hmm. that time too yeah
2: yeah
0: um but you're like transported it feels like when you're eating at bantam you're kind of transported to Mm -hmm. this this place of comfort and this place of um just warmth Mm -hmm. and it feels like family and Mm -hmm. it feels comfortable but Mm -hmm. you like take it up a notch but so your inspiration has a lot to do with your grandmother and what do you what is her grandma name like what do you call her
1: her, my grandma is Carolyn. 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 Oh, Carolyn! Wait, Carol. hold I on. Just, now. That's, that's all, I got a. People say I got some Twain to it, but I'm like, uh, when I, I people pronounce pies, I say pies, and if, he pies. Does, if people say pie, I'm like pies, like no. But yeah. you've got some like so, yeah. Southern to you, yeah. like that's. My grandma, I get my made fun of this.
0: Yeah. yeah. I always thought you were saying Curlin, but no. it's Carolyn. Yeah, it's you that's cut out man. some syllables there, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so your influence is her, mm-hmm. and I asked him, y'all, in the last podcast, what who's her influence? Yeah, and you don't I, know yet.
1: No, nah, I don't know yet. She's just a uh, and I because where did where would she, she
0: grow up? She didn't grow up here.
1: Well, she she didn't she uh, grew up in Memphis, Tennessee, mm-hmm. and then moved up here. Yeah, and what's crazy about it is that like um, I don't know, she was just always a gook like a really good cook and everybody in the family knew
0: it. See, that's just it. If everybody in your family knew that your grandmother, mm-hmm. Carolyn, mm-hmm. was such yeah, a good Carolyn. cook, <laughs> um, somebody had to have influenced her. Yeah. You know, she, like, did she just wake up as a cook? Like, that's what, that, y'all, there will be an episode two where mm-hmm. Dante has done some of his family research.
1: <laughs> and yeah. He's,
0: and he's exploring, but um, yeah. that's just where my curious brain mm-hmm. comes from.
1: But no, uh, um, being there and then, you know, some mishaps had happened, you know, living there and things like that. And I ended up moving with my dad, you know, um, and, you say mishaps, what do you mean? Like, um, mishaps is basically, you know, being young and not able to afford certain things. Cause we moved out of my grandma's and, mm-hmm. you know, we were by with just my mom and, you know, my so siblings. you had
0: gone to some, like your grandmother's, there was more stability and then you yeah, moved back then, out and yeah, then instability yeah, again. Yeah. Instability, okay.
1: Yeah. Something like that. And then um we actually you know it was one of those things where um i was a little bit older and i understood a little bit more mm-hmm. and i seen that my mom she was at the point where she couldn't like help a little bit mm-hmm. uh, help as much as she can so um basically i moved in with my dad you yeah. know and it was because i needed some stability was in it my just life. you no, it or was, did uh, all of your no, brothers all, and sisters? No, just uh, just me and my two sisters. Okay, because your
0: your other brother was older than you, so yeah, was he already all, kind yeah, of?
1: Yeah, yeah. So he yeah. stayed with my mom and. Basically, did that
0: allow your mom to kind of take care of herself? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I definitely think he did.
1: Not no, having sure. to, because yeah.
0: you know, when we're struggling, it's mm-hmm. like hard to. I mean, hard, I don't have kids,
1: especially when you have four kids. You know. How
0: many kids it, do you have?
1: Um, I have four kids. so
0: many full circles here i have
1: four kids (laughs) yeah i have two girls and two boys so yeah it's funny right
0: have you ever thought about that
1: yeah i always think about that. okay yeah i mean
0: (laughs) i didn't know that that's (laughs) fascinating okay so i love that like uh you guys decided you might need you needed more stability and you're older and you're making that choice and so it was kind of you who said i'm yeah. Did you take your sisters or was this like. Well, they like know.
1: They just basically said they wanted to go. Because so how
0: old were your sisters too?
1: Ooh, man, I cannot remember. Like how much older uh, are you I than your sisters? I was 15. Okay. I was 15 at the time. So it was one of those. It was, all, all this was like a quick process, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and most definitely there is missing gaps in between because it's just uh, such so much that has happened, you know. Yeah. Um, I would say this though. Also too. Um what made me actually fall even more in love with fool and I left this out was that at one point we was in a situation where it was like adopted family or whatever and mm-hmm. we were staying with this German family and this woman
0: was this like like foster this, care?
1: um I don't know what you would call I was young like I don't how I don't old know, were you? Ooh, probably thirteen, fourteen, but okay. it was one of those it was one of those situations where it was like I didn't pay attention to stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It was just that like whatever you know was you know, it because attention? it was
0: hard? Or you're, like, young and, uh, like, do you know what I mean?
1: Those, yeah, it was one of those things that it was just, like, it was, I looking back on it, you don't want to think about those things. You don't want to look it at out. it. You block it out. Yeah. So, it, it was one of those things where it was, uh, for me, that, you know, I skipped past a lot of that stuff. You Is know, that
0: coming back it. for you? Because here's what I'm learning in my journey. Like, that stuff's coming up for mm-hmm. me to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. And, like, I might have bypassed it back mm-hmm. then because i was protecting myself yeah. but it's like i'm starting to see those things in my childhood that's like popping well, back up and i'm like well, oh yeah it's,
1: well, it's funny talking about it right now is because it just popped up when i was thinking about oh i forgot about that yeah and and that's what happens is that when i start talking about certain things mm-hmm. it comes things to the surface yeah comes to the surface and it's like wow oh you forgot about that you yeah. know, but that but it, but, and I cannot remember the family's name, but like we stayed with them for a little while. And they were a German family, they were a German family. And that woman will cook. She will cook fresh bread. She will cook. I mean, she will cook. And man, I was I feel like it just made me fall in love with food even more, you know. Um, but moving, Dante, there yeah. is
0: I don't mean to cut you off, but it seems like there's significant in your childhood. And I'm just repeating back what I'm hearing you say. But in your childhood, there were moments of probably struggle. Well, yeah. And food
1: it was like that kind of came bit.
0: and grabbed yeah. you and mm-hmm. kind of brought you and like wrapped you up yeah. and uh, comforted you.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I didn't cry in our first episode. I might no. cry in this
1: one. <laughs> no, no, but most definitely. And then that's did. what
0: you're doing for people. Yeah. At Bantam. Yeah. Is you're providing that like. Warm hug uh, well, yeah. through food
1: is very, uh, yeah, you should, yeah, you can say that. I, that's
0: yeah. yes, and my gosh, during a pandemic when we can't have right? physical Tell touch, that's what that. I was like, I was telling Dante, karaoke and hugs are what I missed m- miss most. Right. But that's what you do in your food, you like wrap yep. people up
2: mm-hmm. in this like
0: warm hug, mm-hmm. and that's what food has been in your life. Mm-hmm. But keep going back to no, so it yes. was this this German family, and the mom loved yeah. to cook.
1: Yeah, what she she would she cook? cook? Oh, just Sh- like schnitzel and like yeah pork chops I love math, yes. like german food it's, it's, like it was it was a lot of just um simple stuff mm-hmm. but it was because of how she just prepared it you know um how they just one thing i have learned um from just all around is like seasoning food is one of the 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 how should i say the vocal point in food you know, yeah. um, she just knew how to season food properly. They knew mm. how to use acid properly. Mm. Those the balance. Things, it was just so mm-hmm. balanced, mm-hmm. you know. And that's what I look at when I go out to eat also my to myself. Mm-hmm. It's just, it was just always balanced. And this is home cook, you know. Yeah. Um, but just um, transitioning, moving in with my dad, and um, things did get a, a lot better for mm-hmm. us, you know. uh, That where I basically... Typically, got my first job, and yeah. it's, and it's so funny because even when I think about it now, I look back and say, "Man, I was always sur- I was always centered around food." Mm-hmm. And if I knew at that age, uh, and I don't want to say that I like, I knew that I wanted to be a chef. Like I used to watch the TV, mm-hmm. and you know, you watch TV, you see the chefs on there because I was watching Emerald. You know, and you were watching what? Emerald. Like oh awesome. yeah, 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 yeah. Back then, that's what that's what was on. Mm-hmm. You know, or. Um, or uh, how should you say, um, like Iron even, Chef? Even, and even yeah, Iron <laughs> Chef, like the old school Iron yeah, Chef, yeah. like that was the best Iron Chef. This the, the one they made, no, the the one the, over there. the, over, the OG, the original, yeah, the OG <laughs> one. That's that's what's up. But just even watching those shows, mm-hmm. um, I was like, man, you know. And I was like, I really like this, but it never clicked for a while that this is something that you really want to do. And I mm. never really like. It's crazy how like you're centered around it, but you never know what you send it around, you're yeah. gonna become and then you look back and you be like, I was always doing this. I was yeah. always gonna do this. Like yeah, I wish I picked up on it earlier. Yeah. You know? Um but it
0: feels like food grabbed you. It did, yeah, you know what I mean? Did. Like
1: Yeah, and then just after that, just working my first job and then mom and little pop places, even fast food places mm-hmm. I worked at. I worked at a McDonald's and a Taco Bell. I didn't it mm-hmm. wasn't like it was uh, How should you say? It wasn't beneath you. Yeah, it wasn't beneath me. And like I was young and a teenager and things like that. But at the same time, it was one of those things that uh, it molded me to see um, like just uh, being, uh, I should say, uh, sufficient a little bit. Because it was always organized and everything was always, how should you say, uh, consistent. Oh, yeah. Most places run on cuz They absolutely. A there is structure, yeah, there is structure, organization, organization in food and, preparation. And, and it, yeah, and yeah, we know it's not the best, but at the same time, uh, it's it's like the it's system yes, is system. interesting yeah, to you. Yeah. Maybe and the you
0: ingredients can, like it, you can swap out better ingredients. Yeah, But the system in like fast preparation and organized yeah. and mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you absolutely. Can learn,
1: you can learn
0: My first job was in food service. Yeah. It was Einstein's Bake Einstein's bagels. Okay. <laughs> I was
1: <Yeah>. like, <laughs> but it's one, no, it's one of those things that most definitely, uh, you look at and you can learn, you learn something from everything, mm-hmm. you know, you just have to take the time to look at it properly and organize it and structure it in your head. To be yeah. Like, oh, okay. This is what I could learn from this. Yeah. You do you know? think
0: you like still to this day in, um, I mean, and Bantam chicken and seafood is vastly different from, you know, mm-hmm. a Taco Bell or McDonald's, but do you like, do you ever like draw back on those experiences? Like, tap into like oh you know what i mean like do you ever
1: um i try not to <laughs> <laughs> great great answer uh, i try not to
0: <laughs> you know that's probably that is a good answer
1: <laughs> no um what well, we like what we do we basically are smart about what we do there mm-hmm. um we don't at all um we don't at all take shortcuts yeah you know? when we actually do our dishes mm-hmm. and things like that, um, I would not put it on the menu that day if something messes up because everybody makes mistakes. Mm-hmm. If something gets burnt, you know, yeah. uh, I can't put it on the menu. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's something doesn't taste right and you still serve it, it's one of those things, like, why would you serve that? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you probably go through paper, you know, but at the same time, it basically puts you in a position where it's like, hey, you got to make that right choice. You know? Yeah, it's an expectation, yeah. and
0: that you are delivering mm-hmm. for your customers, yeah. and they know that any time they go in there, like,
1: yeah,
0: we're human, and so if something happens in the kitchen and mm-hmm. it doesn't come out right, like, I mean, you get it, you get it again, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, there, mm-hmm. it will be fixed. There yeah. is, or it might, hopefully, what you what you say is like, hopefully, it doesn't even go out to the table. Yeah. There, yeah. you know.
1: And the, and the thing with <clears throat> us is that our ticket times, Quran sometimes a little over is because we have like one broster. You mm-hmm. know, that we fry all our chicken in, do we mm-hmm. have another fry if we doing French fries or the um do we have another small fry that we do the hush puppy. So it's one of those things mm-hmm. that, you know, um for us we don't have a lot of equipment right now and we are trying to just like work with what we got. Yeah, you know, in this situation. But I can't send it out if it's not right. If it's not up yeah. to your standards, and, yeah. And the thing is that um We are really big on taste, 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 taste in the back. Mm -hmm. You know, every time somebody is making something, I say, hey, you got to taste it. I'm allergic to shellfish. Uh, (laughs) I can't eat no seafood. So it's one of those things for me is that I actually ask the guys to taste it like more than once, Mm. you know, or my business. Can we just talk about
0: the trust that's there? Because you're not allowed to eat it because of shellfish. So, like, the trust that you have in your team to Mm -hmm. be able to, I think that'd be, as a chef, that'd be really hard. Like, you're preparing something and then you, you know what yeah. it should taste like, but mm-hmm. you can't actually taste it.
1: Yeah. My uh, my sous chef, Mike, uh, he has a really good palate. And then Josh Polo, my business partner, mm-hmm. who's actually running the bar um, right now, he has a really good palate, too. So... I'm so surrounding you're surrounding about, yourself yeah, with good if, people. Yeah, I'm surrounding yeah. myself with individuals that can actually taste really good, too. So Yeah. You know, if like,
0: isn't there like a such thing as like a super palate or something? Like yeah, people who most have, definitely it is. And can't you get a test for that?
1: Uh, I don't know. If I think you can. It, but um, most definitely.
0: Because you know? it's like somebody whose palate like is able to experience and like yeah. a, a super, super wide range yeah. of things. Yeah. Um, it's pretty. I no, love it's,
1: that. It's, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I trust those guys a lot.
0: You have a really good team. Um, you were talking about like equipment and it made me think about this. I'm going to tell a quick story, but um, the evolution of Dante and I. man, I feel like it's maybe been like three years since we've been friends or maybe first met. Um, it was when yeah. you were doing the pop-up restaurant that was serving breakfast and lunch and then at night it would transform into Bantam. And this is again where um it was a cool little like setup and mm-hmm. you could sit at the diner and like talk to that was my favorite thing yeah. i could just go in and like mm-hmm. shoot and it, the shit and yeah, like yeah
1: and just talk and that was one of the things that um what sucked even we when we uh were looking for me and my business partner was looking for mm-hmm. a place we was looking for a place something similar to mm, that with that feel with that feel mm-hmm. because it was like man this is you know that's what people that's where want.
0: that's how where you and I became much yeah. better friends, yeah. you know what I mean? Here. Like, yep. and that was I'm vividly flashing back to that conversation when you were telling me um about uh, when you were the time when you were l- working at alinea. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, with this needs to be a podcast Mm -hmm. like this is where the like it's been like almost three years since you and i but
1: but yeah it's crazy how it happens right yeah yeah and and here we are and it's
0: it was like it feels like this podcast is the timing is just more right yeah now yeah and this platform and like where you are
1: yeah because i've done a few more things yeah it's like it has a story yeah story yeah and it
0: shows your grit because you go from there in that space for maybe like nine months, mm-hmm. building your brand. Mm-hmm. Um and and then uh close down for a little bit while you were kind of figuring out where yeah. your next location was gonna be. And and then y'all the grand plan was to pop up or to be in his new space.
1: Yeah.
0: Like March. Yeah. And then the pandemic hit. And the pandemic hit.
1: <laughs> you know. <laughs> right? And then what'd you do? Um Well, opened anyways. We opened anyways. Yeah. You know, it was one of those things that was crazy that I always have felt that, you know, in the time where it was going to be just a shit time Mm -hmm. is when it was going to be the time for me. And I don't know why I've always felt like that. Yeah, describe that again. Because you're
0: saying you've always had this.
1: Yeah, I have always had this feeling like it was like, oh, okay, this is happening. Like and then, oh, now this is happening. So like even, like bad things? Like or not, like struggle. Not bad things, just the struggle. Mm. And and like even coming from so taking from just the whiskey exchange when mm-hmm. I was over there doing food. Um basically it was one of those things that I said, Okay, um, a lot of times for people who have goals and ambitions, it's really hard for them to get How should I say? You want to hit that point where you just say, okay, I can do this. Mm -hmm. You know, no matter what nobody says, I can do this. That's belief in yourself. Yeah. And sometimes a lot of us, we go through life never, ever believing in ourselves.
0: Can we talk about this? Because as an entrepreneur myself and Mm -hmm. like taking risks and like I'm realizing that's really hard. Mm -hmm. Like failure to me, Mm -hmm. I know failure. Mm -hmm. Like I'm friends with failure, but success that mm-hmm. is what is terrifying to me, and it's it's the belief in myself mm-hmm. to achieve that success. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Like no, it definitely like makes those sense. visions, and you you speak the language of energy, and I'm hearing it in your voice. You're talking about you had this deep knowing mm-hmm. that your struggle mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. when you would make it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Isn't that what you just said? Yeah, that's such yeah. A, how, like how long have you tell me more about that feeling? Like when did uh, that
1: when did well, you start picking up on that? I started picking up on that actually um who has been i picked up on it a few different times
0: yeah t- that's what i'm so it has when, been, like
1: so like it started like i was working at actually who i was 26 or 27 mm-hmm. and i was actually working at um blue chip casino but i mm-hmm. was also and i was working there because at the time i had a few kids and it was like okay you need cash you need money mm-hmm. you need insurance but then also too i was working at the marina grand this place called bentwood tavern in new buffalo mm-hmm. michigan and because i was learning just structure and you know learning more cooking abilities mm-hmm. over there i never went to school for none of this so everything that's that right I know, mm-hmm. you know i have always literally just um picked up you know like a sponge a book. yeah just a book going in there and read and then i was just finding out all about about these amazing chefs, mm-hmm. you know um on the on the internet and i was just looking at what they were doing and i would get a cookbook and i would read so like everything that i have always learned is basically you know like hard not mm-hmm. like just learning from people, picking it up as mm-hmm. a sponge, and then just constantly going, going, going. Even in the mom and pop restaurants, I learned what not to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and eat, and sometimes through you, experience, you, yeah, through experience, and it's like so you're like, not sitting
0: in a classroom, no, learning about like no, what not to do. You're yeah. doing. Yeah, everything. That's is such the entrepreneurial you know journey. Yeah,
1: and at one point, you know, it got to me where it was like, you know, this is bullshit. You know, I don't want to keep on doing this. And then it just felt hard. Yeah, it felt really hard. And then I was just like, you know what? It's like you you learning you are learning something here. And I think that's what happens when people when they want to go through their goals or their their they want to go for their dreams. They know they're going to have to struggle because we all know that that struggle is there. Mm -hmm. but We just don't know what it is. So that's what we get afraid about and we don't want to push through and go for it Mm -hmm. because we know that we're going to have to struggle because we know that's the only you got to get through a struggle to get what you want. Yeah. You know, and it's going to come even I don't care how much money you have. I don't care what you Mm -hmm. have. You know, you're going to go through that struggle. Mm -hmm. You just don't know what it is going to be.
0: And how many people sense that struggle and run from it?
1: The majority of people do it. You know what I mean? Know? Like
0: it's like you and and you. we all know that feeling. Yeah. It's uncomfort or discomfort. And it's like, mm-hmm. it, you know, you sense that struggle mm-hmm. where whether you're aware of it or not, and it's mm-hmm. like scary and you don't want to deal with it. And mm-hmm. so you deflect and you go elsewhere yeah. or you bury it. And so you're telling me. You remember a time being 26 where you had some stability, but you're learning mm-hmm. and you started to kind of question like, why? You're like, that. this is hard. Why am I doing this? Yeah. Right.
1: And when I mean that it, when yeah, when things are getting hard, I was doing a lot of stupid shit, too. So. <laughs> I mean, you,
0: you just described my entire 20s yeah. like so a bunch it, of stupid it, yeah, shit. Yeah. So
1: it was one of those things that I was just like, man, like you have to change something here, you know? Mm. And I was like, OK, I said, you know what? I have to leave Michigan City. Mm-hmm. I need to go to Chicago. I need to like I have friends and families and people out there already mm-hmm. and I would go out there and stagia places but it was like you know what you have to do. You and
0: you're describing this and it's like you're having a conversation. You're like well, yeah. is it with yourself? Is it yeah. with your higher self? Like tell yeah. me a little about Yeah, that. It's,
1: it's one of those things that, you know, um, you have to. You, you have a conscience, you know, yeah. and it's like you have to talk to us sometimes, yeah, to actually figure some things out mentally. So, is that so what you do? Is that a practice I do that a lot. for you? I do that okay, because this I pra- is I like that a lot.
0: you live life in the deep end, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to cultivate community of others who do, mm-hmm. and um, it can be scary out there. And mm-hmm. so, it seems like one way that you keep yourself afloat, or that you, um, one tool, mm-hmm. is you have this connection mm-hmm. with. Yeah. A deeper you, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, and so do you, um, is this through meditation? Is this through prayer or is this just through like, you're just throughout your day to day life? Prayer, you're prayer like prayer
1: meditation. Okay. Honestly, it's mm-hmm. prayer and meditation. Mm-hmm. You know that I definitely do that. That helps me out. Um, definitely, find that connection yeah, find that connection. And it's like, and, I'm
0: hearing you speak and it's like you literally have these moments in your life where you've had like these conversations mm-hmm. and you get that guidance.
1: Yeah, you definitely. And it's like mm-hmm, you you're do. you're
0: questioning you, Dante, are questioning like, w- this is hard. Why yeah. am I doing this? And yeah. then you, through that connection, you're getting confirmation yeah. like yeah. there's a reason.
1: There's a reason. And sometimes and the thing about it is that it's right smack dead in your face all the time mm. that this is the reason why you're doing certain things. You just have to open your eyes and actually just really notice it and say, okay, that's the reason why I'm doing it. Yeah. I get it. And then you go back it makes you feel a little bit better. Yeah. You know? So like I had to, um, I had an apartment still in Michigan city and I was about to, uh, I got the call basically fast forward to Alinea. And Alinea is,
0: if you don't know, like weren't they number one rated restaurant
1: in the country for the country for uh, quite some time. Yeah. Um, thing about that is that you know being there and actually just working there you know it was good had times. you applied or I applied, a, I applied a few times did you really you know? yeah and, and get I, denied yeah well isn't it i didn't get denied nobody just never called me back okay so you, know? you were persistent yeah i was just persistent. Like, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be <laughs> there know? but then also too sometimes i could like i was in michigan city and mm-hmm. that was in chicago yeah you know? so yeah. It was one of those things they probably was just like who's, this kid? Far. <laughs> like, who's this kid and then also too um a lot of places like that they don't really they like they have a slew of guys come in and stage and see who actually really makes it you know um, and describe and these, that's an experience these, yeah, that these, if you're
0: not in the cooking world yeah that word that you just yes. said
1: yeah it's basically like a small little interview it's an interview you, but you you're know. like cooking yeah okay and um they're seeing you prep and, mm-hmm. and like I, me getting in there you know, it was like a different world for me. And even though I watched the shows about these restaurants and like went to go stage a few of them, it wasn't like this was was kind of totally different, mm-hmm. you know, and it was like really hardcore. And so for me, it was like, man, OK, what did I just walk into? I seen people dress different. They act different. Their structure was different, just their mm. body language. And this everything. was after you already got in or when I you're mean, just doing is, the is, interview This is when I was just doing the interview. What know, did you tell me
0: there. last time you like walked in with your like shitty, shitty knives yeah, and, and
1: shitty knives and <laughs> shitty shoes you know and, and and I remember like I remember um, I remember um, what was so funny was that at the time um, chef, chef Simon Davies, uh he's a great chef too mm-hmm. he was a uh, sous chef i think it was like my first day starging. and he w- we was making this uh salad and what's crazy about this i can remember all this he yeah. was making the salad and he was making it with yogurt and he was stirring it up and he was he was well i was making this um salad dressing with yogurt and men mm-hmm. and some other stuff and he said taste it and i tasted it and he was like what else does it need and i was like mm, mm, no. And he, was looking at like, he was like salt and i was like oh so then i i realized i was like man okay dante you need to work more on your palate you know so like so that just, one little experience one you were like that's okay. one thing that yeah.
0: i've been preparing i've been reading books yeah. i've been doing yeah.
1: mm-hmm. this is
0: one area that if i i need to like pay attention yeah. to this yeah mm-hmm.
1: and it's and for me it's one of those things also too just like going in there i was like man this is going to be hard But this is something that you need to do Mm -hmm. because what it did was basically put me in a sense of direction, Mm -hmm. you know, something hardcore like a restaurant like that. Yeah. You know, Um, some people survive. Some people don't. You know, it is what it is. Can we go
0: back to the I just the shitty knives and shitty shoes that just I feel that because it's such so many people, again, would have felt less than. Mm-hmm. And would have taken themselves out or not even like put themselves in that situation. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I think it's because of embarrassment. Yeah. I think, you know, and you take that and you say, okay, well, I'm not going to let that shit happen to me again. I know,
2: that's incredible.
1: <laughs> you know, but I, I didn't care because it was one of those things that I was like, I know what I'm going to be. And even right now, I know what I'm going to be. Yeah. So... It's one of those things that nobody can tell me. That's I'm one person. I won't criticize anyone mm-hmm. and look at them if I see them doing something and they're going for their dreams and go. Who am I to sit up here and say ah, you know, yeah, whatever? Because you, you never know what people are going to actually be. Mm-hmm. You so when I look at people in Stride like all those guys in the kitchen, you know, that work there. Um, I don't know what they're doing now. Some people are still in the culinary field. Some people mm-hmm. aren't. Like Some the guys will, from Alinea? Yeah, well, yeah. They, like or cooks, just, just cooks. Oh, just cooks, yeah. Chefs, like, I'm okay. just talking about cooks in general. Like, oh, yeah. You know, they were in the kitchen that we all worked with. It's like, man, like, you go in a place like that. You know, you, you, you bust your ass hours on hours on hours. Mm-hmm. It's like something has to come out of it, you know? It's like you just can't, like, if you want to just have the experience of doing it, mm-hmm. you know, okay, cool, like, access the stage there for a week. But it's, like, yeah. it's one of those things, like, I can't put – I won't put myself in a position like that if I'm not going to go all the way with it, mm. what, which I mean is, like, my career path, you know? There's
0: purpose and intention behind yeah. it. You're not yeah. just going to cook somewhere and, like, showing up every day, like yeah. a 9 to 5, like, mm-hmm. going to cook. You had this deeper knowing that mm-hmm. you were meant to do something bigger. Yeah. And you saw – that it almost seems like that's what, like what helps you get over that shitty knives and shitty shoes. Yeah. Like you're like, I, I need to do this. Yeah. This is a step that, that is, is going to too. open up the door mm-hmm. and create the experience that I need yeah. to, to follow this thing that yeah, is within society. me. That yeah. like that vision, yeah. that and bigger exa- dream.
1: And that's exactly what it was, you know, and it was mm-hmm. hard. I'm not going to lie.
0: So you like knowingly it. stepped into discomfort. Yeah. Again, like yeah. there's so many times I feel like, you know, I use the off the deep end analogy or metaphor and, And it's not like there's one time in your life where you jump off the deep end. It's Mm -hmm. like just in our conversation today, it's like multiple times Mm -hmm. you're jumping every day where like, are you going to like, yeah, it was
1: uh, was always something, you know, it was uh, some days I hated it. It wasn't because of like the people who own it and rent it. It was mm -hmm. just that one of those things that, you know, it's like, man, it's hard yeah that's, that's, you know yeah it's, it's like, man it's hard and every day when it's hard and it's hard and it's hard and it's like man like like it just takes a toll on you and
0: here's the thing if, if this is my like what i'm sensing from that if you do not have a deeper connection to purpose mm-hmm. that's what weeds out yeah. it's it's almost like that's that's where grit comes into play yeah. and now i'm seeing grit maybe one's ability to be gritty mm-hmm. is connected to a deeper purpose. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense I, yeah, to you? And,
1: and I definitely think grit definitely has a lot to play with it. You know, mm-hmm. you have guys out there that are a hundred times better than me, mm-hmm. you know, you have, but what are they doing? You mm-hmm. know, someone's out there always better than somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I think honestly, it's that grit. And this is, it keeps I, you I, in yeah, the game. Well, yeah. But I think also too, it's a multiple, it's a multiple of things that, or one individual sometimes have to have yeah. to get to that point that they want to reach. Yeah. And, what do you
0: think some of those other things are?
1: Um, I definitely for sure. think is great. I definitely think empathy is a mm-hmm. really big one. Um, I love that. I, I, I think empathy is a really big one. You need to know when to be empathetic. You know, um, the leadership role is a big thing when it comes to that, you know, and
0: being a, um, Running a kitchen and, yeah. and having a restaurant mm-hmm. and having the ability to empathize with mm-hmm. the people who are mm-hmm. working for you, the mm-hmm. customers who are coming in, like mm-hmm. all of that. Yeah, all, mm-hmm. of,
1: all of that. And basically to listen to everybody else's, um, to everybody else's opinion first before you make a decision on mm-hmm. something. You know, I definitely think that that's a big part. I, s- it. I, see,
0: I hear collaboration in that too.
1: Yeah, yeah, most mm-hmm. definitely. Um,
0: and are you someone who's like, I love collaboration and I love Brainstorming and it's like I'm an idea person and they're not always great, but mm-hmm. I have a ton of them and I love sharing them, getting out, mm-hmm. getting them out there, and then that's something that other people can build on. And then mm-hmm. you're all like, yes, make my idea better. Like yeah. it's not about no. like I don't it's have to own about, the idea. No, is one. Yeah, of,
1: yeah, d- definitely there. Even my even my uh, business partner Josh, sometimes he'll come in and if he made something that it tastes good, I ask him how he did it, and then I would throw a little something in it, and if I like it, I would use it. I don't yeah. have a problem with that. Um, you know what else uh, I'm
0: hearing from this? I think what we're kind of talking about is ego.
1: Yeah. Like and like no, a healthy ego. Yeah, because,
0: you know, you've probably run into like big egos. Mm-hmm. And I mean, run into them everywhere. But that's yeah. where there's maybe my way or the highway. Yeah. And there's not as much collaboration.
1: No, um, and within the kitchen, if anyone came up to me and we was making a dish and I write the, and I write the blueprint for the recipe mm-hmm. and I give it to them and say, hey, this is what we're going to do. And if they're just in the kitchen and they're done with their prep and everything is fine to go, and they they tweak a little bit or they say, "Can I try this?" and I say, mm-hmm. "Yeah, try it. I don't mind trying it. You mm-hmm. know, let's see what well, let's see what happens. If it makes that dish better, okay, we're gonna add that to the yeah. dish. We're not gonna sit up here and be like, oh, well, no. That's not what I life. said. That's what I said. Yeah. You know, um, a lot of times people don't understand in the kitchens. Things are always changing. Mm-hmm. Things are never going to be the same. Oh, mm-hmm. it was like this last week. Well, why is it different now? And it's like people have to understand when you set something up and especially with recipes in the kitchen, you can do it. But sometimes that chef comes back and he'd be like, yo, I have an even better idea to make that dish even better. Yeah. So basically it's like you just constantly evolving the dish Mm -hmm. as you like you go Mm along, you know. Um, And that's
0: the type of like person that you want on your team yeah that's the type of person like come like Mm -hmm. share ideas be open open and like Like, this is more team mentality
1: but people need to understand also too that you have to work for it yeah you know um our field is a very hard field you know we are working constantly um we're putting in the grit Mm -hmm. because it's not that and odd hours Yeah, like it's hard for you guys yeah I'm not looking to um I don't want to say it like we, we definitely, we love what we do, mm-hmm. you know, we want you to You have serve. to, I feel we, like. We, yeah, we, we love what we do, you know, and that's where we get the joy out of it, mm-hmm. especially what's going on right now. We're just mm-hmm. happy that we can actually cook. That's why know?
0: I love small businesses because mm-hmm. I mean, especially like restaurant, it just seems like you guys wouldn't be in these trenches if you didn't mm-hmm. love it. Yeah. And that's, it just breaks my heart to see when the small businesses aren't supported or, or, um surviving during Mm -hmm. this time because i have this this mantra that you know if everybody did what they loved Mm -hmm. and invited others to join Mm -hmm. what kind of world would we live in
2: yeah just think
0: about that yeah if every single person was doing what they loved
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and invited others to share Mm -hmm. in that joy Mm -hmm. which honestly is what you're doing Mm -hmm. but if everybody did that
1: I, but also too i think there's a community a lot of the more of us have to get together and talk about these things that's what we're you know? doing that's what we're doing well yeah me, me, <laughs> i mean <laughs> i mean um everybody you know yeah. everybody involved in the culinary field out mm-hmm. here you know um it's hard and it's a it's a competitive field you yeah know? and it's really I mean, hard
0: when you feel like you're in a silo and you're in yeah, it by yourself and you by and, mm-hmm. and the
1: thing about it is that you want to you want to, you want to see everybody win. Yeah, you know, you don't there's enough see, room for all you know, of us. That's, that's enough room yeah. for all of us, and we definitely want to see. I want to see everybody win. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but at the same time, it seems. I think we all feel like sometimes it's not enough to go around because just because of the pandemic, yeah. you know, the students yeah. aren't here, you know, everything that's going on, especially right now, we yeah. all definitely are trying to survive, Yeah. you know. Um, my,
0: like, little vision for this, and this is where, like, what I'm building with my startup, Local Spirit, But this vision that when we band together as community, because Mm -hmm. it's already happening, but like, let's make it more structured. Let's Mm -hmm. find that, like, I'm thinking like, where's the fast food organization? Mm -hmm. Like that Mm -hmm. that structure and Mm -hmm. that efficiency. Because it's not looking at like our region as, let's say uh, it's a pie. Mm -hmm. And we've got everyone in this area who's coming to eat at the local restaurants. Mm -hmm. Instead of looking at from a lack mentality, like you're competing for a a share of that Mm -hmm. pie, What I want to do is I want to grow our pie Mm -hmm. all together. Like, Mm -hmm. let's just band together. Let's do really cool shit. And let's bring more people to this area so that there's more people going around. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense?
1: No, it definitely makes sense. And then
0: it's, so we're not competing for the same people. It's like, let's compete to bring new people here. Yeah. And let's, that's what I love. Like you small businesses. I mean, y'all are key. Y'all are like when, when you go on vacation and you're wanting to like get to know a town, Mm -hmm. what kind of places are you looking for? Like,
1: yeah, mom and true. pop shops, the, like, mom and pop like the, the place, local the place that everybody's talking about. Go get. Yeah, something to eat. Or exactly. Go shop. Or yes. Where's the best bar or brewery, you know, anything yes. like that you want to find the best around in the area or just not even the best. You're just looking for the experience yes. in general. Yeah. Like, where do people go? Where do they go eat at? Where do they go shop at? Mm-hmm. You know, that's what you're definitely looking for. And um, that's what
0: you are doing here. Do you realize that?
1: i guess i don't know. like man. that
0: is what like i am just like screaming from the rooftops that's why i'm creating this podcast is mm-hmm. to share your story mm-hmm. to share our friends stories yeah. like the people who are like literally putting our place on our area on the map mm-hmm. for that cool shit mm-hmm. like you are the places when people come here that they go have an experience with you and that's yeah. what like cements their yeah, we impression
1: yeah we definitely do get a lot of well we actually get it you a get a ton of out-of-town people. Of out of town yeah, we people. get a lot of ton of out-of-town yeah. people, you know, more than in-town. We get a lot of out-of-town people. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we definitely do. It's always somebody from Michigan coming. Well, mm-hmm. you know Michigan is in the situation area, but yeah. it's always a lot of people from Michigan coming, and um people from Chicago that's coming out here to South Bend, mm-hmm. uh, and then, yeah, from Florida, too, So, because, you know, everybody's from Florida. from it's Snowbirds. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, we get a lot of people from out-of-town that comes in. Um, it definitely helps us out. Yeah. Um, things are, I don't want to say, I don't want to say bad, but things aren't like good. It's like, everything's okay. You know? Yeah. It's let's like, talk about
0: this. Like you're meeting like right now, like mm-hmm. with the pandemic, mm-hmm. you opened a restaurant in mm-hmm. 2020, yeah. not before the pandemic.
2: Mm-hmm. You
0: opened right in the middle of the pandemic, mm-hmm. knowing that this was happening, but like
2: mm-hmm.
1: I've got
0: to, and yeah. you've, and what you're saying is like I, that I'm hearing like a very realistic,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, when all of that went down, I was like, "Well, everything's effed up anyway." Well, and as well, just (laughs) yeah,
0: and that deeper knowing that your like struggle is part of your story, and like that struggle is what's going to get you to where Mm -hmm. you know you're gonna be. Yeah. And so that almost makes the struggle like a little bit more endurable. Yeah. Is that a word?
1: I I don't know. (laughs) Endurable is. uh, I think that most definitely um, mentally, Mm -hmm. like it's like you have to go through all of this mentally to get Mm. where you want to get you Mm -hmm. know because i I feel like it takes you it gives you a higher level of understanding Mm. you know and i think that you get a higher understanding of people i think when it comes for me and my thing is that um i think that a lot of it is understanding people is the key yeah, you know, to life. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like it's like to have a good life. It's like one of those things. Okay, yeah, you got to understand people. No judgment. No. Well, that's where your empathy really you know? comes into yeah, play. Yeah, and, and and see things and learn how to just um how should I say um see things see things more in, in a, a positive light.
2: Mm-hmm. You should say mm-hmm.
1: you know for every individual. Mm. You know, um yes, a lot of people. I'm hearing
0: you know, compassion.
1: Yeah, like. Not everybody's gonna get along. Not everybody's yeah. gonna like each other. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you know, it's just the way things are. Yeah, you know, it's like, but as long as we can have respect for each other, mm-hmm. then it's it's okay. Yeah, you know, um, I love. That. I think that I think that that helps you even when even you yourself being an individual inside mm-hmm. mentally it helps you out. You know, being okay with certain things. You know, mm-hmm. um, not being afraid. You know, uh, that was a big thing. Even what? for me, at one point, being afraid was a big point for me um, doing all of this because I didn't know what like was this going year, like even like this year or anything from like starting like when I like from millennia to mm-hmm. even going to nantucket to even going to wherever and coming here, um, all of it has always been kind of like scary a little yeah. bit because and people say that you know, well you shouldn't have no fear. No, oh, like, that's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Who is this, you know, saying that? that you're ignoring it's, your yeah, fear. It's like, it's like, that's not yeah, real. It's like you should just go to it and say, damn, it's, it's, it scared me, but I got through it. Yeah. You know? You're aware and of your yeah, fear. You're aware you of
0: said it. this last time, but mm-hmm. it, it's kind of coming back for me. You said that you um, have befriended your struggle,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: I feel like you befriend fear too. Yeah. Right? You don't mm-hmm. let fear drive. No,
1: I don't let fear but drive. But
0: you need to listen need to fear.
1: Yeah. Fear
0: is there to like question us. Yeah. To like, can it? question our intentions yeah, and, and it almost kind of pumps yeah. up that purpose yeah, that you're it's, like sit like down in, fear yeah, it's,
1: it's <laughs> just like in the passenger seat with me, yeah yeah you know i'm just watching it from the corner of my eye yeah you know? um but that even it helps me out you know even now, uh, even making decisions yeah put know? a little few fu- a little a fear fuel. fuel yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and gas it up because to be honest with you i don't want to sit back here and be 60 some years old over the stove or even 55 years old over the stove you know Ooh, tell me about that what's the
0: big dante vision
1: um my vision at 50 and 60 what is it what are you doing i definitely want to do like food and history you know and food and psychology like what does that mean i literally it's, it's one of those i want to go travel I definitely mm-hmm. want to go travel and go to places and, you know, just visit food, you mm-hmm. know, like visit restaurants. Visit food, I love yeah, that. Visit, rest- <laughs> visit restaurants, you know, and yeah. do that. That's, and you have also- this
0: beautiful relationship with food.
1: Yeah, I like Like, it.
0: that's like what it. we t- started talking about you as a child, like, and mm-hmm. food comforted you and mm-hmm. grabbed you and, like, wrapped you up and, mm-hmm. like, there's this, but it's throughout your entire, like, and even hearing, like, your vision for yeah. 60-year-old Dante, yeah. like, it's food you want to go visit food yeah
1: yeah no that's something <laughs> that i definitely want to do and also i want to uh, i want to oh i always have wondered like what makes and it's in it's, it's marketing more so but like mm-hmm. this food in the psychology of just like what makes people love certain things you mm. know, it has always been interested to me like people get a wow of certain things. And it's like, that's really interesting to me. Well, and it's symbolic too. And think
0: of like, you're creating from a Mm -hmm. place of memory and Mm -hmm. flavors from Mm -hmm. like a time in your life. Yeah. But everybody has different experience. And so somebody can taste. Yeah. I want to hear those
1: experiences Mm. and see like, like why, you know? Oh, so
0: that's where your curiosity is taste is tasting you, taking you Yeah. to understand how other people connect to flavors and food.
2: Yeah. And why? yeah.
0: That's cool. I'm I just yeah. like is this a book? Is um, this like a Dante needs his own podcast? Oh man. Interviewing people b- Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like uh or a travel show, you yeah, know. Right? You're,
1: oh, oh man, a travel show would be. That'd, that'd be awesome. Really yeah. But
0: tell me more. So you're like would you go study that or you'd study human connection to food? I would study
1: human connection to mm-hmm. food. That's By I doing, doing. By you doing. sure as hell are not going back no, to a I'm classroom. To class, no. <laughs> no. Did you
0: tell me? Like, I didn't know this. Like, you are you dyslexic?
1: I'm dyslexic. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. did
0: you have ADHD or is that just me?
1: Uh, no, I don't have ADHD. Okay. Well, you know, they say everybody I, does. Everybody <laughs> does. You know, they definitely say at work, like, man, I'm like, yeah. no, but no. Wait, definitely. other people tell you at yeah. work. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, <laughs> like, like I like. People sometimes need to just let those flaws out sometimes. Like, there's nothing wrong with having a flaw. Yeah. You know, the greatest people have flaws.
0: And I don't even know if I'm, I'm trying to, like, befriend my ADHD. Mm -hmm. And there's so many gifts for Mm -hmm. being, like, high energy Mm -hmm. and my ability to, I mean, anybody with ADHD, your ability to see connections, to, like, Mm -hmm. make connections. I actually, I think it's called synth, synth, I don't even know what it's called. I see things. Like, Mm -hmm. I see shapes. Mm -hmm that are experiences that are people. Mm -hmm. And I like, as soon as I meet someone and it fits in with another thing that I'm holding in my brain, it's Mm -hmm. like those things like, Mm -hmm. like shoot together like a puzzle piece. And I'm like, I got to make that connection because I don't know what it is, but there's something that needs to be connected there. But I'm trying to see my, what might be disorders or Uh challenges Uh as gifts. Yeah, Haven't figured out that actually I was thinking about the anxiety and depression. I'm like, how is that a gift? Like how are panic attacks a gift? but to me and, and I know you feel energy you're an empath um, and it seems i was i've been thinking about this anxiety and depression i think are like my body's way of telling me like mm-hmm. pay attention to something yeah and i don't know you know what i mean it's like you're not in this place of joy mm-hmm. that you could be in mm-hmm. what is the input that needs to kind yeah, of swing you back in you know it's and like, i'm i'm realizing like food
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm
0: eating like shit right now. Like yeah. other than going out and getting really great local yeah. food, like I'm I'm eating out all the time and yeah. luckily we have so many great options, but like I'm eating a lot of cake, I'm See, eating like <laughs> Yeah,
1: I uh yeah, for sure like even with me, I noticed that like it was at one point I was like, you know, I wasn't taking supplements and things like that and mm-hmm. like I've been I've been like on it like like every day what was your you know? experience
0: like because you woke up to the fact you're like oh what's missing like yeah. what was the experience so uh, leading uh, up to so that
1: uh, since i can't have any type of seafood or anything mm-hmm. i have a omega-3 deficiency and you've always known nine. that i've always when well when uh when i turned 19 i developed the an allergy and it came out of nowhere really yeah and i was working and i ate uh i had like jumbo shrimp i had like, <laughs> <of them> and <laughs> not, i was eating them not even and, like popcorn yeah, shrimp yeah, jumbo, jumbo shrimp <laughs> and i literally um Left work, and I started breaking out in high. Well, they sent me home because they didn't know what was going on. Because I started breaking out in highs, got really red and. Why did no
0: one have a? idea to think that it's an allergy
1: because i I have had because i have had it before oh like like yeah i didn't develop this allergy till i was 19 so So it wasn't your first rodeo with jumbo shrimp no no (laughs) it was one of those things that they was looking at me and nobody didn't expect me to have an allergy because we i have eaten i have eaten that before Mm -hmm. in front of them so it was one of those things that it was like what's going on i went home and it was just bad it was just bad and then yeah do you carry an
0: EpiPen? i should
1: but i don't though um, but it was one of those things for me where it was, um, uh, it was just a really bad experience okay. and I tried it again because we didn't know what was going on. And I, and I, it happened again and mm. it was like, Oh man, they my body's revolting. Yeah. They went to the doctor and they were like, Oh yeah, you have allergic, uh, you have a, you were allergic. And I was like, what? So, I was sometimes like, okay, it was just those two things that I was allergic Interesting. to. Interesting. And I kept on trying things and trying things, and it was just like, man, across the board. It was just like, oh, tongue, that's sad. Tongue got numb, tongue got numb, yeah. face started blotching. And it was Would like, you oh, be pissed? Serious. Like, oh, man, like, yeah. check that
0: off the list of what yep. I
1: can eat. So, it was one of those things for me. Um, and then I uh, can
0: you touch it like when you're I can, cooking?
1: I, I, I always wear gloves anytime okay. I don't touch meat or anything. Okay, so it's one of those things that I don't touch at all without okay. having the gloves on. Like I, because would it? Yeah, like I, um, do something if it, it doesn't, and that's the okay. weird part about it. It's only when it's because when you eat it, okay, or if you have something like cooking and it's like the fumes. Really, that'll uh, get you? Yeah, that'll get me. If only if it was uh, uh, shrimp or lobster Interesting. or some type of uh, didn't like you just
0: post something are you doing like lobster and green beans or like
1: yeah we doing well we doing uh uh no that's um
0: what did i just see
1: that was the, that's our prime rib dinner for our oh uh, it was something
0: with reason. green beans and seafood i thought no
1: oh you're talking about yesterday yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. that was a spicy uh lobster green bean salad that, that I looked made. incredible it's actually this it's this uh thing called Escavesh. Mm-hmm. so you basically like you bring up to a simmer some vinegar and some oil Mm -hmm. um that's just a simple way of doing it and Mm -hmm. then you kind of like toss it yeah toss the toss the uh vegetables Mm -hmm. and the crab in there so it has like an acid type that sounds lovely was that
0: just for yesterday that was
1: just for yesterday i sold out yeah it was with the you sold out yeah i um yeah um I just put it as salad on a dish because, you know, yeah. some and everybody's like, okay, what the hell is that? Yeah. You know, so, no, make it simple. but You're making
0: me hungry. Yeah. I just decided, I'm like le- driving home to Texas tomorrow, but I think my last meal in South Bend, if I can get everything I need to, I'm going to come eat tonight. Yeah, just should. sit at the bar.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You should.
0: Sorry, I like totally derailed our conversation, yeah. but it was something about you having an allergic reaction. Mm-hmm. Back when you were like nineteen, yeah. Fear, struggle.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was basically just me having a. Um, that, no, that was basically my development. We was talking about the vitamins and stuff. Oh yeah, there we so, go. Thank you. Yeah, you brought I got us you. back. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what happened was that uh, I just didn't consume them, and then like when I got when I was going to the doctor, they kept on telling me like you need to get a omega three supplement mm. and things like that. And, and like, did you listen? Uh, I did for a while, and then because. I did, but I got this, um, some stuff that was some kosher stuff and it was just with anchovies. And one thing about that, I was like, they say you should be fine. And I started taking that and it was like, still like Ah. I was basically breaking out Mm -hmm. and it would happen. Like it would, my body would just be messed up. It would just be like a stomach ache or something Mm -hmm. because of taking those instead of, well, and it's your body
0: saying, Hey, not this either. Like this doesn't, Mm -hmm. do you know how many people don't listen to their body?
1: And you definitely should. Yeah. So like, um, like fast forward like up to even today you know it's one of those things that like you have to have a supplement you have to take supplements go to the doctor get checked out see what you figure lacking, out it's like know, listen to your body, body, yeah, your body work with your, what your body what does your body need yep, and you definitely need to take care of that so
0: so for you what are this like what does the omegas do t- for you do you feel um, more like less brain fog like what are you
1: definitely less brain mm-hmm. fog that's something that it more energy helps with. it helps with that um the thing about it is that it gives you fatty acids things mm. that um that you can't get, that your pot your body doesn't supply. You have mm-hmm. to actually eat that to get that. Okay. So like this three six and nine, even with the brain, like the, like it helps with the disability of the brain, like mm-hmm. it develops things like that. And then that definitely like changed a big factor. Yeah. When it came with me. Um, I feel just a lot better. You know, it's a it's little bit more balanced, like, yeah, maybe a little more balanced. Yeah. All of that. You know, it's been um, hard
0: during the pandemic. It's yeah. like there's so much going on, and mm-hmm. it's like when you have um. All These other things, yeah. like
1: it's like you have taking care of and ourselves, and you gotta take a lot of vitamin D because, yes, I just started doing vitamin D overcast, like it's every overcast day. right now, yeah. yeah. It's like, man, it's like, can I get the sun today, yeah? Like, you're happy when you get the sun, you know? So, <clears throat> yeah, take that vitamin D also, too, yeah. Uh, but no, taking care of your body, um, I need to get back into the gym, mm-hmm. uh, like physical movements, big, yeah, f- yeah physical movements, but
0: when more. do you like it, I mean, um. You have to make. You've got such a crazy schedule with being in the restaurant. Like, you just have to make the time you for have it, to make right? The time
1: for it, yeah. Even I'm finding that even hard. Even if it's five o'clock, four o'clock, five o'clock in the morning, it's one of those things that is that okay, easy for you to get up that early. I can do it. I can do it. <laughs> it I haven't done like, it. I, haven't, I can. I can. I did it. I when I need to. Yeah. That's when I can do it. Um, when we started Banton, where it is right now. Uh, I had to get up early. I had to be there at 5. So I was mm. getting up every day at mm-hmm. 4.30, getting ready to go in yeah. at 5 because I was basically making everything in-house um, and doing it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, now that I got help, um, I haven't been getting up that early, mm-hmm. but I definitely uh, want to get back into yeah. that, get back into the routine because I can take that hour to actually go work out. And uh, you know.
0: have you noticed how you just show up better as mm-hmm. dante when you take the time for yourself to no, you do those things
1: yeah you definitely mm-hmm. do you know um self-care is a really big thing you know um i know me being in the industry i constantly think about it a lot mm-hmm. so i'm always thinking about work 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 mm-hmm. so um it's really good like even if it's just like four hours of the day you're just like i'm not gonna talk about work or do any of that mm-hmm. i don't have to do it for four hours so i got myself in that mind frame now it's like yo you don't have to worry about actually this stuff until this time. Yeah, so, so you shut it off. Don't worry about it yeah. at all. You know. So um. Do you know what you're doing
0: do with your energy? I'm. That to me, like I just kind of z- saw that visually, but yeah. like instead of carrying mm-hmm. that, the weight mm-hmm. of those worries,
2: mm-hmm.
0: it's like you set them aside. Yeah, you have and to. And then you it. know, at this time. I'm fully capable to pick those back up and deal Mm -hmm. with them then.
1: Yeah. I have always, yeah. And, and it's a struggle Mm -hmm. you know, to set it aside, set it aside. And even to the point where like how we started off and all of it is a struggle. Don't get me wrong. But also too, I look at that and say, you know, I've always wanted things to come to me within the right way. Mm. You know, I'm saying something that I definitely see in my prayer. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's how I want things to come. So I know sometimes when you, what do you mean by that? Um, I want things to come to me in the right way where I don't want it to be a situation where, uh, how should I say, um Just hand I, it to you or just not even hand it to me. Like I wanna basically set up my team to the way, uh, like even my team the way they set it up. I wanna make the right choices. And you know, even having a, a group a person. You know, I noticed that when business now the only way you really survive is actually mm-hmm you have to have that team. Yeah. And you got to have the right people. So you want to build so, the right way. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so not my, the
0: like necessarily the fast way. Yeah. So like, yeah. yeah so like we're definitely
1: mm. slowing movement, but we want to make sure everybody that we bring on board or people that definitely work with yeah. us. They can definitely fit, you know, and, I love and, that. And, 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 and sometimes things don't work out. It's not against nobody. You mm-hmm. know, I have that mind framing and understanding that, you know, sometimes things just don't work. And if they don't work for you and another individual, you know, you send them on their way. Um, not being rude but yeah. basically just saying you know there's no emotion attached yeah, it's just it's, it's, it's like it's like i like sorry like this is not going to work for us cuz sometimes mm-hmm. what you what can't work for you you know, can work for somebody else. Exactly, so it's and it's no hard be, feelings. No hard feelings, but sometimes people do get hard feelings about yeah. things like that. You know, but you know, I wish a lot of people understood that more. Mm. You You're know? talking to someone who's
0: been fired twice, and yeah. I'm like so <laughs> grateful for yeah. that. Like, yeah, and
1: and, and, that, and that's the thing. Like, sometimes <laughs> shit just happens, and that's that's what happens. And it's like, as long as you know the deep mm-hmm. down you tried your best and you did your all, mm-hmm. you know, you shouldn't have no worries. So, mm-hmm. like, I want to basically build our team the right way. Everything that I like have come in the way we do things. We want to make sure that we do it in the right way that we can yeah. basically we uh we play the long game. Yeah. You know? Um and
0: I wanna celebrate you real quick. Um anybody who has not been to Bantam one, if you're in the area or visiting, you need to. But you have basically done you've built what you've built without investors. Like this is yeah. all you.
1: And and my business partner Josh, yeah. he he you know, he backed it Whatever we Mm -hmm. like when, but
0: like you two are like bootstrapping this, yeah. yeah, And this is incredible, like, this is it's um, the and it's food centered. I mean, the food is
1: food centered, like, you're not gonna walk in and be like, Oh wow, this is a gorgeous place,
0: (laughs) but (laughs) you know what?
1: But you know, all of the places
0: you've worked, uh it's been like food is at the center of what you do, and that's kind of beautiful. And people are coming back not because you have a beautiful space no. they're coming back because your food is fucking awesome <laughs>
1: yeah and and, and and you know um and I'm that's got to feel good you right know, it, it feels really it feels deeper yeah and, and it feels deeper it feels really good um the thing about it is that one thing that i i can't stress enough
2: mm-hmm.
1: just to um a lot of a lot of times people come in and they want something that another place has. Oh, you know what? Oh yeah. Like people will come in and be like, Oh, you don't have this here. And it's like, okay, we get, we have had, we're Bantam. We're different. Yeah. Yeah. And we have had Ugh. talks with people that, you know, we don't have, we don't, on our sandwiches, we don't use chicken um, breasts. Mm-hmm. Um, we use chicken thighs. Now, if you wanted a chicken breast for the original, we can do that because we are, already have our breast, uh, marinated for that Mm -hmm. so we can cut one off and do a breast before the hot chicken we can't you know Mm -hmm. and a gentleman came in and he was telling me how they him and his wife they really love the food and he was like but my son he doesn't like it not because of the flavors it was because of the The certain type of meat yeah the meat Mm -hmm. you know and you know me i don't okay that's somebody's opinion i definitely get it because some people don't like chicken thighs at all yeah and i was telling them That the reason why we do it, you know, is because everybody does a breast. Yeah. You know, everywhere you go, um, everybody does chicken breasts. And it's one of those things for me. It's like, you know what? I like chicken thighs. I think they're juicy. Um, A lot of people have been coming in there and they basically like the chicken thighs, you know? You know,
0: it's interesting, too. So if I like if I was eating, I do like a breast over a thigh. Mm -hmm. But your reef. Mm -hmm. Incredible. Mm -hmm. Like, from someone who, like, doesn't even, like, and I like chicken thighs, Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong, but, but like,
1: yeah, but,
0: but your reef is unreal.
1: Thank you. And, and, and that's just the way. So, would somebody come in
0: and, like, not try it because they have this preconceived notion that they don't like thighs, so, therefore, they wouldn't get it? Oh, yeah. Well, that's just. No,
1: I have had people tell me before, ah, it's a thigh, a lady, she. But she says this before trying it. Yeah. 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 And. Um, come on lady no we had people basically that actually tried it and was like man I didn't expect that you know and I'm just like okay cool thank you Mm -hmm. you know um, yeah it's it's just one of those things that we don't want to be the same Mm -hmm. um, if um, individuals are like they don't want that like just say something you yeah know? So there's well, plenty of other, other options yeah we can yeah we, It's plenty of other options and yeah. plenty of things that we can definitely uh do to accommodate customers i'm excited you
0: know? for you i think you. you know you this has been a hell of a year for you mm-hmm. um i'm excited to see where things go in 2021 mm-hmm. what do you think you're most excited
2: about for
1: 2021 um, um um, and this or, could be Bantam got, or you personally as Dante? Um, personally as Dante and Bantam, um, we're working on some things. Uh, we know as what's going on with COVID, you know, everything is always like, okay. Have like you? Do you think COVID
0: has kind of upped your game and like kept you on your toes?
1: I think it definitely did. Um, it, it, it pulled some grit out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, some grit out, but then also too, it like leveled the playing field mm. for everyone mm-hmm. um, in the industry. You know, mm-hmm. restaurants are really suffering oh, right sorry. now. Um, and it's no one's fault. So it's one of those things like when restaurants are suffering, it's no one's fault. Like, man, what do you actually do about that? It really sucks. Mm-hmm. So, I, um,
0: I've seen a lot of you guys. I just love our little network of of small businesses because you support each other. Yeah, like you are giving each other shout outs. You're mm-hmm. using each other's bread or yeah. each other's ingredients, and yeah. you know, connecting with um, like yeah. Houndstooth in Michigan yeah. and doing collaboration yeah. dinners and bringing them you um and dante did uh let me i i started to tell a story earlier and i didn't finish it this is the end of it so first met dante when he was doing like food on the patio Mm -hmm. and then he graduated to l street Mm -hmm. um and was doing a pop-up there then he moved to his space and then about uh i don't know six weeks ago he did a whiskey collaboration dinner with houndstooth up in benton harbor Mm -hmm. michigan it was like $150, and I didn't, um, but for like a very elevated food experience, I didn't realize it's a whiskey dinner. I don't know why mm-hmm. I didn't think about this yep. until I sat down and looked at the menu. Six courses whiskey yep. with every single mm-hmm. course. And um, I'm not drinking as much right now. And so, I mean, I was the lightweight that couldn't finish any yeah. of my whiskeys. It was fantastic, no, it was, it though. Was good.
1: It was good. And the bartender there, the way they paired everything. Yeah. Oh, I, everything. And the thing about it is that we just told her the ingredients that we were just using and she went off of that and yeah. um based it off of that. So when we got there and she um she let us try I was know, about to say did you dish, I yeah. was just like, "Man, I was like, yeah." She it was
0: incredible doing. because it was fun, y'all, that whiskey would arrive and I would try the whiskey and then the food would arrive mm-hmm. and you'd try the food and mm-hmm. then you'd go back to the whiskey mm-hmm. and it's like completely, completely different, different experience. Yeah, it's completely yeah.
1: different. Yeah, no, she did a really good job. Houndstooth. They're, They're, oh
0: my gosh, I'm so excited about them and just what they're doing too. But it was so cool to see you guys because it was um, Houndstooth Dish, Bantam Dish, and like Mm -hmm. every other one. And it it was like, you guys just, it was this completely consistent Mm -hmm. experience that you would never know that it was like two different kitchens, like putting this together.
1: No, it was in harmony. I can, like, we can definitely tell it was in harmony and Mm -hmm. it actually went smooth. Oh, yeah. It went smooth and I was like, man, but... You know, they have a lot of grit in the game. They know what they're doing over yeah, there, too. Yeah, elevated. So, yeah, so but it was that's like, what I like about it.
0: Uh, that's probably a 50-minute drive up there. Mm-hmm. And it was as I'm driving 50 minutes to go, you know, support and celebrate my friend who's doing mm-hmm. this at U, mm-hmm. um, this collaboration dinner. It made me realize. So growing up in Dallas, they're a big market. And I'm a foodie, and, you know, my parents are foodies. And it was like every weekend, there's mm-hmm. at least five new restaurants that are opening, right? And so you're always thinking about new, 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 and you're going new. And you're like, mm-hmm. so you're always going to a different place.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I'm realizing as I'm driving up 50 minutes to come see you and experience this food, that like, I saw you from the pop-up to the mm-hmm. other pop-up to your mm-hmm. place to now collaboration. And I'm mm-hmm. like, man, that way of living life in Dallas where you're always looking for the new yeah. is shallow. mm mm-hmm. Maybe it's exciting because it's always something new. You're getting Mm -hmm. those like dopamine like hits. But what you're missing out in that experience is depth. Yeah. And then like, so here I am gladly going to like spend, you know, probably close to $200 to support people Mm -hmm. and this transition and your growth as like a, as a chef and, and as a human. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, what's so great about living in this like smaller community Yeah. is like we all have those deeper connections, mm-hmm. and you can like rally around and support the human behind mm-hmm. the food. Yeah. And instead of going to place that is new, 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 new,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm supporting a person who's developing new, 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 new,
1: new. Yeah. Does that well, make sense? You know, it makes a lot of sense. That's what I like. It makes a lot of sense.
0: That's joy. You that's know? where like living life is like. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! I'm connected to people. Yeah. And we're supporting we each supporting other. Each other. Yeah. And it's,
1: it's like it's like a good way of like living basically, yeah. you know it's like we all are servants to each other In yes some it's value
0: add yeah it's like what can i do for yeah. you what can yeah, i do for you, you? you know, and then it it's like back and forth, yes you
1: know? no it definitely it definitely works out just like that you know and um we just need to have more of it you yeah know? i know it's, and like right now it's really hard for people to connect but you know um we're out of the way from like a lot of the places downtown south Bend, yeah you know not that so far you're so,
0: you're connected to kind of like the notre dame bubble well
1: yeah notre dame bubble but mm-hmm. it's like you know you have the restaurants down here you're maybe not um, walking distance yeah um we you just could have to, yeah we we <laughs> definitely just need to find a way out here how to just communicate more to basically bring mm-hmm. you know more businesses more business to us yeah you know um as a like basically together mm-hmm. you know the freestanding restaurants that's around here. I know yeah. they already, they already do some things, things like that, but also too, you know, we can see if we can do a little bit more. Let's, so
0: here's my theory is, um, and part of this podcast mm-hmm. is like an underlying strategy for recruitment. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I think if we can get clear mm-hmm. on the type of people we're looking for, like I'm looking for individuals to move here. Mm-hmm. I'm also looking for who are the businesses that we want to join us? Mm-hmm. Cause we're doing cool shit. Mm-hmm. Like, People might not really know about, like, but it's Mm -hmm. coming. Like, I feel it. Yeah. You feel it. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: If we're going to describe the type of person or the type of business that we want to come kind of join us, because I feel like we're builders. Mm -hmm. We're building something here.
1: I could definitely tell you that answer. Yeah. Tell me. A person that's always willing to change. Yeah.
0: Open to change. Uh,
1: Yeah. Definitely Mm -hmm. open to change. Like, that's one of the things that it definitely helped me out. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't want to cook fried chicken. What? Like, I didn't want to cook fried chicken in South Bend. Yeah, right. I didn't. It was one of those things for me where it was like, okay, where's the market? At? Okay, you're going to be cooking this in um, over here in L Street Kitchen. It's a small kitchen. It's not like da- it's downtown, but it's in, on the other side, mm-hmm. you know, close to the courthouse. Um, me thinking about uh, what's around there and what's going on, you know. Um, and I thought about it long and hard, and I was like, man, Dante, do you remember? When you used to cook, like when I was in my twenties, I said I'm not gonna cook fried chicken. As I used to say that all the time. And why time. do you think you rebelled against fried chicken? Because I didn't, didn't want to have, I didn't want to be the stereotype. <gasps> That's what. What people, do you mean? It's a stereotype. Sometimes when we, with, well, me being a black individual, I open up a restaurant. You don't know how many times I have told someone that, "Hey, you know, hey, I'm a, I'm gonna open up a place. What are you gonna do?" Like, cause that's what they just, like, I have some, had somebody tell me, are you doing a barbecue joint before, even before the fried chicken? It's because of what I, it was one of those things for me. I know I can do more than that, mm. you know, and I want to express that I can definitely do more than just that. You oh, know? wow. So, so you were
0: rebelling against the stereotype.
1: Yeah. About cooking fried chicken. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I can make some good fried chicken, but it's one of those things that. You know you, you, people out here cooking fried chicken you know and it's like that's what they would think what you're going to open up a fried chicken place so and you're kind of like oh. so so what happened was that when we got to that time you know it was very interesting even though you were
0: really good at cooking
1: fried chicken yeah, you're like well i'm not cooking fried chicken yeah but then we got to a time where i was looking and everybody was cooking damn fried chicken everywhere yeah. and i was like what then people winning awards and stuff for fried chicken and barbecue And it Mm. was just like, man, like, what can you really do? And I was just like, you know what? Maybe I embrace this. Yeah, maybe I (laughs) embrace this. Um, Yeah, so I just embraced it. You Mm. know, I have have some secrets with recipes and Mm -hmm. stuff that I haven't even added to what we can do to make things actually even better is because it's that's not cost effective for us right now oh yeah because yeah. you're still just trying to stay, stay afloat during a pandemic afloat. and that's and that's another thing that mm-hmm. sucks for us is that we can definitely do a lot more mm. um but, but you're being but smart we, right now yeah, yeah you yeah, know what i mean smart. like you're yeah we can definitely we can definitely do certain things with food that um that I know for a fact, no one's doing around mm-hmm. here. It's just that for right now, and the time being, and how our situation is, is that it's not affordable. Yeah, you know, so we're just. I think this what makes you so smart. So I think, and, and I think that the ability for me to actually deal with that when sometimes, if I know that okay, this is this is this is good, it can be better, but. I can't afford that vinegar. It costs like 20-some bucks. Or I can't get yeah. this because it costs that for right now. And you mm-hmm. got to make sure that the lights and uh, well, the you know things like that. So I'm just like... You got to prioritize. I mean, yeah, you got to prioritize. So yeah. like what I do is jot it down. Oh, uh, and, and you keep it. And, and, and I keep it. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, when I'm, we able to get that, then we'll get that. You this know? is
0: like really fun from like a it's, customer or consumer yeah. perspective is like, I want to be in on the know. But like, yeah. I want to know about these things. Yeah. I want to know like... The day that you roll out with that mm-hmm. special vinegar like yeah. i want to be there for it yeah. you it's, know because yeah. that's like a celebration yeah.
1: and it's like even certain equipment if i had if if we had a certain equipment for certain things some things can be just a little bit yeah it, you, you can always inch it up a little bit more more and more and more so like that's what's so fo- that's what's so cool about it for me now is because it's like it's a challenge yeah, you know, under constrained yeah, resources. Yeah. What like can I like, create? Yeah. And it's like, it's a challenge. And it's like, okay, well, when you're able to get to that, you can get that. Okay, what can we do here? What can we do there? Yeah. So, like, we always changing up the menu. This is innovative. You know? like, and Yeah, and I like, and a lot of people, some people don't like uh, change, but mm. I but I basically, I'm open That's to That's what life it. is, yeah. constant and change. Yeah, <laughs> when you let it be your friend, you get really far with it. Yeah. So, for me, it's one of those things that it's like, Okay, what can we do now on the menu? Okay, Mm -hmm. we run out of this, we put this on. Mm -hmm. Okay, we get that, we put this on. And individuals are like, well, I've seen this on the menu, but we always say it's subject to change. Yeah. That's what keeps it interesting, too. Yeah. It would like, I'm never ever going to be like, okay, we're going to run this for a whole three months or two months. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to do, I don't do things like that. Literally, I look and I say, okay, what can we do fresh? Uh, What's in house? what's in Um, season what's what's in season mm -hmm. yeah what's what fish do they have that we can Mm -hmm. definitely get to do Mm -hmm. now some things will stay on for a while if i see enough people actually buying it yeah um and it's like okay well this is becoming this is a staple like like, let's keep this on for a while yeah you know but i'm gonna take i am gonna eventually take it off and put something else yeah and then maybe bring it it. back as a teaser and bring it back (laughs) and then we just bring it back because what we're actually doing right now going through all um making these dishes the it's not the thing about it is that a lot of people probably don't have that understanding, but I it's in my head that mm-hmm. as I'm constantly doing different dishes all the time and I'm writing them down, I'm actually just building a recipe book. Yeah. You know, and I'm just building more and more dishes. So when I get to the point where I'm like, okay, we have about two to three hundred dishes right now you know, let's just rotate around these and see oh, what cool. we can make better, and that's what we rotate. You know, we have changed our menu, we have changed dishes so many times so far. Whereas, um, well, putting new things on the menu consistently mm-hmm. since we have opened up, and even especially for the dining, so you're almost
0: like building a playbook. Yeah, so that's what it mm-hmm. is,
1: and so like I write it down. Okay, this is what I have. I take a picture of it. This is what I have. You know, and then when I feel like okay, you know what, we have a certain amount. Okay, mm-hmm. let's rotate. Let's get this. We already know what we started. From. That's this great. Is, this is the blueprint. Okay. Yeah. How can we make this dish even better now? Yeah. You know, kick it and up a notch. Kick it up a notch. Bam. You know, bam. And then that's what we. <laughs> so that's yeah. That's what I. That's what we're definitely also working on. Um, it's. I love that. It's getting there.
0: I wanna um shout out to you. Like one reason, one of the many reasons why I admire you. But um, my perfection, inner perfectionist is like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: a challenge. And I just love that. Um, given the pandemic given not like having like big money investors coming mm-hmm. in, like you're just doing. Yeah. And you didn't let, you know, your vision of what you know, it could look like stop mm-hmm. you from doing. Mm-hmm. I used- and I want to thank you for that. Thank you. Because Appreciate I know that's probably some inner struggle.
2: Yeah. Because it- you
0: see what it is now, mm-hmm. you know in your heart what you would want it to be.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And, um and you haven't let that stop you from sharing your gift with our community.
1: Yeah. And, no, and I'm just gonna keep on going. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm not gonna stop. Yeah. You know. Good. And and, and if and I know I'm not gonna stop, mm-hmm. even if it was like it didn't work out here. I'm not saying that, but yeah, I'm gonna go somewhere else and make it work. I, yeah. I can't stop. Yeah. You know. What do you
0: think? There. And and you're not leaving. We're not. I'm not like literally <laughs> letting you. But what do you think? Um. What do you think you need from the community? If you if there was something um, that you needed from the community, what do you so, think it is? So
1: okay, let's talk about um a few people uh a new place opened up mm-hmm. a while ago last week or whatever it's a little <laughs> and people were talking about how um people need to support the mom and pop in the small businesses instead of going to these corporate chains oh and, i know what you're talking yeah, about the fa- and, this is a fast food yeah franchise and, yeah and and the truth is that's true that definitely needs to happen mm-hmm. but then as a community we need to ask ourselves like how did we let this happen mm. you know like how did this get to the point where now we have people just basically not like cuz the lines were long you know like farther, around the building around the building mm-hmm. out in the street and it's like yeah. wow it's like you know and even some of the people mm-hmm. you know um that were and I don't even know where that place is from but even some of the people that come and eat the local restaurants mm-hmm. you know they went there too mm-hmm. and i look at that and i say to myself like you know i look at things both what both on different um ends i don't just look at it one end and then just say okay well, this is what it is mm-hmm. so i look at that and say like uh how did it even get to this point mm-hmm. you know we in the pandemic you know you have struggling businesses around here mm-hmm. and we're still at the point where you know more people go support something like that yeah. instead of just supporting the local town mm-hmm. of a town or restaurants around here.
0: I've got like two um, things that are popping up for me from that. On the one side, like I would choose to go support local, obviously, mm-hmm. but um, from an economic development standpoint, mm-hmm. there are larger um, like if we want to grow this area. Mm-hmm when stores are looking whether or not they're going to put a location here, mm-hmm. there are certain things that they look for to see, like, well, do you have a Whole, Whole Foods? Do you have a, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. do you have those things? Yeah. And so from from an economic development standpoint, I get it. Mm-hmm. Like, bringing in, that kind of helps us, like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: lay, you know, our property values increase and things like that. But from the perspective of, you and I have talked about this before,
2: yeah.
0: and why I think Bantam has an, an interesting Place and maybe helping with this, there is an education
2: mm-hmm. that
0: is needed
2: yeah,
1: for a lot yeah. of the
0: people in our region in like appreciating
1: mm-hmm. good food, good food. And, and and that's and that's where you get it, and that's where I'm headed to. Like, I definitely understand the economics behind all of yeah. the things like that, but that's where that's the point. And how do we get creative around educating them? I think like workshops we, yeah.
0: or something like mm-hmm. when we can't, you know, when, when the pandemics. Can, when, yeah, but like, can. what would that look like? Like some workshops, like that well, are, I
1: definitely think that i definitely think that one of the things that we should do you know you have these places popping up open left and right they're making money off of us it's one of those things like hey why not support some type of you know event that's going on around in the mm-hmm. area where local restaurants can come out yeah. and basically profit off of that to help them survive yep um we definitely as chefs we need to get together and let those egos go you Mm -hmm. know and basically collaborate on on a different spectrum yep you know uh actually being more in a community wise i I definitely think that if we did more of like um we have a park now you know if we were Mm -hmm. able to basically all the restaurants the freestanding restaurants they want to come out they do like little pop-ups yeah, pop-ups or whatever, you know? We definitely need but to, like to. But, like, mm-hmm. together. But together. This know? would be the good time. That's like the reason why. And honestly, that's the reason why a lot of it doesn't happen is because everybody is so divided because everybody mm-hmm. wants to survive right now. Yeah, it's like, down, it's like head down. like, yeah, like, mm-hmm. hey, man, I respect you. I like what you're doing. But, man, like, I need to survive, too, you know? Yeah. So everybody's, like, in their own deep thought of trying to survive. Yeah, so yeah. I, like, and, and but what if we
0: all, like, put our heads together in that like uh cumulative like
1: mm-hmm.
0: we need to survive yeah versus you know yes, like and how do just, we yeah i need, need to, to survive. survive yeah you know
1: and i think that's where I, we have it here yeah no we definitely have mm-hmm. it here it's just it's like how do you like w- like that's the point like where do we go from there yeah. to actually really build it you know like, I'm going to tell you, I'm not trying to be some big leader around here and doing all that. Yeah. I just like. Well,
0: I, and here's the other thing, Dante. This is with people doing what they love. Mm-hmm. You should be doing what you love in terms of food. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where like I'm seeing where local spirit can come in. Mm-hmm. Let me help like mm-hmm. raw, raw people yeah to send them to you who's focused on yeah. like what you do well. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Versus you having to be worried about like going yeah. out and getting it like. That's where I think local spirit in 2021 is going to mm-hmm. try to f- create more structure around yeah. like in my, my dream, my skill set is that like cheerleader role mm-hmm. for small businesses. Yeah. And I see that being like, let me be that like kind of outside person that
2: yeah.
0: gets people that creates more, helps create, You're I mean, more, you t- sitting here, like sitting down yeah. with me today, like this yeah. is.
1: People need to, um, a lot of the customers and a lot of individuals out there need to understand that food costs money. Yeah, yeah there's it, there's nowhere. there's no way you can get around it. Mm-hmm. You know, food costs money. They talk about it all the time now. Like,
0: and good like food dishes, costs yeah, even more money. Yeah,
1: and dishes cost like mm-hmm. that. That time, that prep, mm-hmm. that goes into it. Like, you have to like, like it costs money. Yeah, and and like going out to eat a really good meal, like. To some extent, it's like it's like a little like luxury for you yeah. a little bit, you know. I
0: think there's this thing that happens too, and um, I was t- joking with someone the other day. I was like, most of my money goes to small businesses, like, mm-hmm. and it's like the restaurants, the coffee shops. Yeah. And I am okay with it. Yeah. Like that's that brings me joy because yeah. it's I'm not just spending money on food. Yeah. I'm giving money to you. Yeah. I'm giving yeah. money to mm-hmm. Lauren from Elderbread. Yeah. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel great it's like not only am i getting something good in return Mm -hmm. like incredible in return but like i like am excited about where my Mm -hmm. money is going yeah
1: and and that's and that's a good thing and you you see the impact you see the impact you see what it definitely does yeah does people um uh, to an individual um yeah
0: so if i'm like circling back to that like just what you could might need from the community it's um it's that desire to kind of let's look to, at let's local
1: look at, let's, yeah let's look at local and a desire mm-hmm. to actually like be educated mm-hmm. on why we do certain things you know mm-hmm. um some like sometimes i feel like is the community you go to certain places and sometimes you have bad experience we have all given every restaurant out here has given someone a bad experience yeah because we're, you know? we're human because we're human yeah and we make mistakes mm-hmm. you know even with us um if something wasn't right you know people make mistakes point blank and you own up to it and you own up to it Um, it's one of those things that how do you really bounce back from that Mm -hmm. Cause that person that probably had that bad experience probably goes to McDonald's like four or five times Mm. a month. If that's their baseline and 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 their baseline is transaction. And then they Mm have an experience somewhere and they're like, see, this is the reason why I don't go to places like Ah, this. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, I don't know if we can help those people. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm sorry if you're a frequent McDonald's. But it's it's one of those things that, you know, that's the type of person and I don't say type of person, but, those are the type of people that you want to put in the position when you educate them mm-hmm. or to basically say, okay, this is why this is this, this is that. Yeah. Like, like farm-raised, like, organic chicken tastes yeah. better. Th- I mean, tastes way different than a frozen chicken, you know? Yeah. And sometimes I can tell the difference. Some yeah. people can't, you know, some people just not noticing it as yep. much. But then some people will try, like, a farm-raised, like, chicken and it tastes completely different especially and your body
0: responds in a different way and especially if your baseline Mm -hmm. is good
2: food
1: food, if your baseline
0: is shit Mm -hmm. food yeah you're gonna like not really Really be able to because you're still in Mm -hmm. shit food body Mm -hmm. mode um so i'm hearing you say this and again part of i don't mean to keep plugging local spirit but local spirit is my business that like it's not fully formed like it wants to be in the world and i'm trying to kind of understand what it wants to be but um not only is there education of this community and Mm -hmm. kind of how to support local, we need to attract the people that want that good food. Yeah. And that's, that's what I'm looking to do is like, Mm -hmm. who are the people out there that want to be a part of this kind of community, Mm -hmm. this ecosystem who already appreciate good food. Let's just bring them here. And
1: and honestly, (laughs) like putting food in your body is very important. What you Mm -hmm. put in your body is very, very important, you know? Um, that's one big thing. That's a, that's a very, that, Hey, sometimes it can just, it can mess up your whole day it, eating something. that And then like, it's a bad cycle yeah, that, that bad takes cycle. you down and down. Yeah. And then you,
0: when you're like not, brain isn't firing as much, then you're drinking more mm-hmm, caffeine and mm-hmm. as uppers and then downers. Yeah, down and you're in it, yep. just in this like cycle
1: Second, yep. so of, if, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's true.
0: Dear friend. I feel like we, here we are. I set a timer this time. We're just talking, all. We are, but like, <laughs> Oh man. Um, Let's figure. like, what do you think if I was going to give you the floor to kind of wrap us up? Uh, We've talked a lot today.
1: Um, what's
0: on your heart right now?
1: What's on my heart right now? Uh, hmm. I would say, um, I don't know. I'm joyful. Like, Yeah. <laughs> like, That's good. No, I'm glad. Um, um It's crazy because I don't know what to say. Um, The unknown for me and for everything that's going on is pretty exciting. Mm. Um, I just, um, after this 2020 is over with, and hopefully we can get back to uh, things. Don't say normal. Don't Um, say normal. It's going to be better. Yeah, better. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, We can see more interaction. Yeah. Um, Definitely uh, from the community. Um, mm-hmm. just with, um, small businesses mm-hmm. around, you know, um, yeah, I hope everybody just do do a lot better. Yeah. You know, do a That's lot the, better.
0: Oh, I can't, we'll have to do another one when, when things not normal, but when humans can interact again yeah. in a, uh, more social sure. way. Yeah. But, uh, I but, just feel like we're all going to look back on this experience and mm-hmm. like, look at how we grew.
1: Yeah. Bantam look at what different. So. Yeah. Also. I'm
0: yeah. excited. Yeah. Well, friend, I am thank you so so much for being thank here you. today and sharing your story. And what do you think? First recording versus second recording.
1: Uh this is a this is a a little better.
0: I kind of think so too. Yeah, it is. I think we it captured is. what we needed to capture from yeah. the first one and like
1: yeah. put it in there a little hey, bit. Bravo to
0: yeah. you. You went deeper today.
1: Yeah, I did. Yeah, I think you oh. did. Do you feel that? I feel it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it.
0: Well, thank you so much for setting the tone. You Uh are the first guest episode um, on Off the Deep End. And the first of, we're going to have you back on. So, um, And as you like roll out these wins, Mm -hmm. let's just, we're going to bring you on. And we'll like, so people can, um, again, they're not just going to hear about you once. They're going to share in your joys and your your highs and your lows.
1: My highs and my lows. That's what we're
0: here for, community. Okay, dear friend, thank you so much. And with that... This is off the deep end. See yes.
1: y'all later. See you later. I
0: want to give a special shout out to our sponsor, Martin's Supermarket, specifically Side Door Deli, my favorite. And my Martin's story today is if um, you have not tried their custard pie, it's like a buttermilk custard pie You, I don't know if this is a seasonal thing. This was like right before the holidays, but I went in for my usual mayonnaise-based salad uh, weekly run, and as I was migrating towards that deli counter, my eye was caught by this whole pie of custard, and it wasn't a piece of pie; it was a whole damn pie, and um, it reminded me of I grew up in Texas, and uh, my grandmothers would make boiled custard, and um, it. It tasted just as good. Y'all, I didn't need the whole damn pie, but I got it, and uh, I ate it. I ate a whole (laughs) pie. This is a theme. I eat cakes by myself. I eat pies by myself. Um, But anyways, that's, I just, if you ever are in Martin's and you happen to see that custard cream pie, I just, you need to know, Leslie Pinson, absolutely, 10 for 10, recommends it. Custard pie at Martin's. You don't want to miss out. Thanks, y'all.
1: This has been a production of the Alpha Dog Podcast Network. Find more shows at alphadogagency.com slash podcast.